Cześć everyone, my name is Anita Ulikowska. And my name is Ania Siemiączko and we are your local foreigners. And in today's episode we are talking to you about our second home, yes. which is Wales. Yes. We came to the UK when we were 19 and we landed in Wales for very different reasons. Well, kind of the same, but my story was very accidental. Your story was a little bit more intentional, but yes. also accidental in accidental a way. Accidental in Wales, yes. In Wales, yeah. Because yeah. I never actually intended to to end up in Wales. Mm. And I'm so happy um, that I did. Yeah. So we both ended up living in Wales, myself, for about five years. And two years for me. And it's every time I go back to that time that I lived in Wales and I lived in, in Cardiff, I feel so warm and I really love going back to that time. Mm. And it's filled with wonderful memories, lots of like very specific tastes and things that I used to do in when I was living in Wales. And we recently went to visit Wales again. And when we went there, all of a sudden, that ocean of memories and of of that life that I used to have came back. And I had this feeling like, oh my God, I, I can't believe that this used to be my home. Yeah. Did you feel the I same? Know. It feels like a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. Like a different life. But at the same time, I still think of Wales as home. And I still go back to Wales uh, with that and have that homey feeling mm-hmm. every time I cross the bridge. We didn't yes, cross the bridge, but... But Every the moment time. we saw the the sign saying Wales, yeah. right? Welcome to Wales. Yeah. It's like it does spark that feeling of oh yeah, we're coming home back feeling. Home. Yeah. Do you get emotional when you cross the bridge? I actually get I very do. emotional yeah. when I cross the bridge. It's a very grand I entry know, as well, right? It. Like this is the best way to enter a right? country. I yes. feel like every country should have, have a, a bridge. A bridge to cross <laughs> when you enter. So I, I definitely feel emotional because it's so scenic, it's so yeah. beautiful, so grand. And at the same time, you just feel like it's different. You come to a different country, yeah, literally, absolutely. you know? It's a shame you kind of end, end up in Newport in the first place, but that's a bit of a downer <laughs> after the bridge. But then you're in Cardiff right after, so it's great. Exactly. But, yeah. nah. So you still feel like Wales is a home to you? Yeah, and I'm not sure why as in because I only I was only there for two years mm. so um, I spent nine years almost nine years in London um, and I love London but it's not home necessarily mm-hmm. whereas Wales even though it was such a short t- period of time mm. um, it feels still like a lifetime of its own and it mm-hmm. feels really long in my memory like a really good long time mm-hmm. um and maybe because it was just one of the best times in my life uh and also i guess it was a very formative year so it was my first place as an adult me away from my parents so maybe mm-hmm. that's why it feels like home because i kind of i always say i grew up in wales really mm-hmm. that's that's where yeah uh, it's only in Wales where I kind of learned to be sort of an adult and navigate my own world and create my own world, kind of, and my own identity. And I guess it must be true for anyone um, moving to the UK when you almost like create your UK identity. 
because um, yeah, of the language and language changes so much and, and culture as well. Um, and because it was Wales that was part of it, mm-hmm. growth and that new identity. Um, maybe that's why it's still, it's such a strong, strong home feeling. And I still think of it as that. Mm-hmm. When you think of, um, of that time when you lived in Wales, did you actually think of Wales as a whole? Or do you go back more to Cardiff? Like, do you feel more related to Cardiff? Um, I guess um, more Wales as a whole, uh, specifically, obviously, Cardiff. Um, but because my ex was Welsh and um, I spent so much time with his family and friends um, from the valleys and, and the Welsh identity was mm. very strong. I kind of I experienced Wales through Cardiff and through being a student in Cardiff. And then I experienced Wales through his eyes and his family's eyes. So mm-hmm. I really had that Welsh life in Wales. So, um, yeah, I guess maybe that gave me that extra dimension of really kind of seeing Wales as kind of part of me. Because, you know, his family were my family at the time. And um, and, that's, and we're all very close. And I guess... Um, I kind of almost wanted to be, I wanted to stay in Wales in the first place. I never intended to leave Wales. I never really wanted to go to London, mm-hmm. ever. Um, and had I not hated my degree, I would have probably <laughs> stayed. Um, um, yeah, so I probably would have stayed. If, I was, if I'd been doing film in Wales, I probably would have never left because I just had the best time and I felt instantly at home in Cardiff. Mm-hmm. It was that feeling of, I arrived at 18 and it felt great. Like, it felt right. When I arrived in London, it felt awful mm-hmm. <laughs> for a very long time. I, st- I literally counted days until I could leave London. Mm. And now here I am again, <laughs> doing the same thing. But, um, but yeah, I didn't never have that feeling uh, with Wales. It felt instantly good for me, like a right fit. I felt exactly the same. And in our first episode, we talk about our... Um, our coming here to the UK and I talk about how literally how I felt the moment I entered Cardiff and it felt so wonderful and I really instantly felt like this was going to be my home and it was and interestingly enough although I spent much longer time in in Cardiff um, in in Wales as well I uh, my time there was very much centered around Cardiff Mm -hmm. and I just felt like it was such a fantastic place to live that I almost never felt like I needed to leave anywhere and it's crazy to think about that now because I'm I love traveling and like I now I probably travel like every couple of months at least maybe every month and a half and when I was living in Wales it for a long time it didn't even cross my mind to mm. leave you know I was yeah. so happy and so content in in Cardiff but also because of that I felt like for a long time I didn't explore beyond Cardiff it was okay. only towards the end of my degree that um, two things happened I had a very close friend who was Welsh and she lived in the Vannies, so when she Vannies? took me Oh, I would not be able to pronounce it. And I, I don't remember. Uh, no, I, I don't remember now. 
It's funny with the names, right? Because I remember meeting um, Neil, uh, my ex, for the first time, and he told me where he was from, which is a really lovely, tiny village at the end of Ronda Valley called the Blind Ronda. But I couldn't actually understand what he was saying. <laughs> so I kind of just made out Ronda. I made him repeat it a few times and I had no idea what he was saying. Uh, and I remember coming back to going back to work the next day and talking about this guy I met and my Welsh colleagues asked me where he was from. I was like, oh, I don't know, somewhere Ronda. And they go, went, oh, God, Ronda. As in the whole valley because uh-huh. it's got a bit of a reputation. And uh-huh. I was like... Yes, and it turned out to be Blind Ronda. So it's like different. Uh-huh. The okay. names can be tricky as well. Yeah, like because the language is so different and the sounds are the kind of sounds that for some reason don't stick well in my in my memory. So it's very difficult yeah. for me to remember the it names. It sounds so much better. They it's do. A, like oh, when they. Oh. So when we went uh, to Snowdonia, the uh when was it a couple of weeks ago uh i was ordering something at that um at the bottom of that of the lake that we walked around yeah and the 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 guy who was serving us he said at some point he was asking me where we're going and he was asking me the names and i was like (laughs) i'm I might have been in those places, but because you're pronouncing them correctly, I'm actually not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure now yeah. which places I have been to and which ones I have not, because mm. I know that you're pronouncing it correctly, and I was just reading it, you know, yeah. like letter by letter with my Polish pronunciation or trying to put on the English <laughs> pronunciation on top of it. So it's it's really funny how the the Welsh language is so it sounds so beautiful. Um, but I didn't have a m- much contact with it for most of my time that I was in in Wales because not many people that I met in Cardiff spoke Welsh. You okay, know, they, they right. spoke a little bit of it, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I never maybe. I never remember meeting anyone who spoke No, there was one person who spoke Welsh fluently. She was um in she was doing the same degree as me. Apart from that, not many people did. So it was so it was such a shock as well to go for the first time to north of Wales a couple mm. of weeks ago and meet someone who like all of a sudden, like randomly, just like speaks Welsh, you yeah, know, or, like amazing. we were walking past the coffee shop and I remember like I stopped you because I, w- I was saying like, these two women speak in Welsh. They're yeah. just like having yeah, just a so normal cool. conversation in Welsh and sounds beautiful. Absolutely. Mm. And but Cardiff actually has that sort of reputation of um, not being super Welsh, and I heard Welsh people yes. treat Cardiff. But I guess it's the same as with any capital. Yeah. Um, as like, oh, it's not very Welsh. You know, kind of looking down on it. Like, uh-huh. really, I think with the Welsh, they kind of go with Swansea more than uh-huh. Cardiff. But maybe it's also football team delight. I've been part of that <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I can understand because there is a big difference between Cardiff and the valleys and you know the rest of the uh, yeah and the rest of yeah it's it's very uh diverse and you can really feel it when you leave Cardiff and and go into I don't know you go into Brecon Beacons it's like a totally different world right and north of Wales felt very different from the south of Wales so yeah I can understand how people might feel a bit detached from Cardiff Yes, and it's a mixture yeah. of a mixture of different cultures, right? Because it's a university town, yeah. multicultural town, multi 
um, national town. Yeah, and I think the even yeah, I would agree with all of that, and with the Welsh kind of looking down, the Welsh from outside of Cardiff looking down on Cardiff. But I think the Welsh in Cardiff still have that even. Um, those who don't speak Welsh mm-hmm. that huge love and affinity for Wales and Welsh language and mm-hmm. even it kind of manifests itself in the really small things like naming um, places in Welsh or choosing to use the Welsh name uh, instead of the English one like remember yeah. um, mm-hmm. there was um, well there is uh, um, the Welsh club in Cardiff that I used to frequent a lot in my student days. Are you talking about Goody Who? No. Was that? Oh, no, was it was actually the Welsh. Ah, Welsh but, it, but it had it a Wales, Welsh, Welsh name. Clubby for Bach. Yeah. Right. Is that how you pronounce it? Clubby for Bach. Yeah. <gasps> Can you so, say it again? Clubby for Bach. Ooh. I hope I'm saying it in the right way. I think I am, but I'm not 100% sure. But so all my friends will either go, oh, we're going to club or we're going to Clubby for Bach. Uh-huh. So no one really wanted to say the Welsh the club, Welsh apart club. from the English. Mm-hmm. The English were more kind yeah. of like, oh, we're going to the Welsh club, but... It was always Club Before Bach. And it sounds so much better. We're going to Club Before Bach. That's so much better than saying, oh, we're going to the Welsh Club. Uh-huh. Oh, goody, he was another one. Um, sadly, deceased. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's just... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Who. Brilliant, brilliant venue and the best of times. And just for clarity, it's not a person. It's it's, <laughs> it's only a club. It's an inanimate object. <laughs> only, only a club. <laughs> it is a club. It was. Yeah, it was a fantastic club, but probably the best club in Cardiff. Yeah. In our times, probably yeah. Yeah. there might be some good ones now. I'm sure there are. Well, I went back two years ago and I was served two pound uh, gin and tonic, and I almost cried. In Goodyear, yeah, <gasps> oh. four pounds for double. I think. <laughs> Can you believe? I mean, I wish I could I'm see Anya's face right now. All Londoners <laughs> who who see the significance of this. <laughs> I mean, it's just a. It was a beautiful moment yeah. that I will always cherish <laughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah, it was. It, it was a fantastic place. <laughs> but you know, with the with the language, um, I one of my little regrets is that I never learned the pronunciation. I'm not even talking learning the language, although at one at one point I did attempt to sign up for a Welsh language course. Uh, see, I should have done that. Now you're making me regret this. Mm, yeah, well, I don't know. No, don't, don't, don't take my regret. Like my regret is enough. But I do have a bit of regret because even, um, like basic things like I don't. No, I'm not even trying to attempt to pronounce these things. But like Wales in Welsh, Cumbly. But I would like to be able to say that, like with uh-huh. the with the proper accents and welcome in Croeso. yeah I'm that one okay <laughs> so you see like you should have no regrets <laughs> you've really put me in a bad light right now but so she knows <laughs> uh, Nosta good night that's my little bit of Welsh oh yeah yeah that one I remember because mm. there was a there was um, a popular uh, bed and breakfast um, hostel called oh. Nosta in by the stadium by the river there was also a place called Hoffy Coffee, which means I like coffee. Which is so Does cute. it mean that I like coffee? You yeah. see, I used to go there and yeah. I didn't know. See, yeah, like ignorance. But I was such an ignorant when I was living in Wales. Bigger than I am now. I still am. <laughs> but I was a total ignorance or I don't know. I was just like not thinking about many things. And 
um, that's why I think I, I didn't even bother learning the, the pronunciation. I guess we can be slightly excused. I'm just excusing us. Because, <laughs> you know, we came from a, a faraway country, <laughs> from the depths, the depths of Eastern Europe. And, you know, we land in the UK and that's the kind of image we have in our head is the UK as a whole, which really is England. I mean, England markets itself as the UK <laughs> and it just sells England to everyone around. Mm-hmm. And we end up in Wales and how... I didn't know anything about Wales. I'd been in Wales once before. I went to the castle in Cardiff um, on a trip and that was it. So it, you, you mean really like much. when you were a teenager? Yeah, when I was like doing my English language courses and I was travelling around and visiting I, places. <laughs> I know you were like a, like a British I was nerd. No, I was obsessed. But you, 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 when I say I was Obsessed. I was obsessed. I don't exaggerate when okay. I say, like, yeah, I was big on the UK. Wow. Yeah, I went to like, competitions and learned the entire history, politics, I had to read books, you know, on like, I competed in like national, semi national level of uh, lang- language and culture knowledge of the UK. There we go. We, so, should, we should have some like stop clapping sound right now. Okay, but back to Wales though. Wales. <laughs> <laughs> no, your academic record. <laughs> so, um, what are your fondest memories from Wales? Well, I guess it, it is just very personal things. So, um, they just kind of my personal university experiences and friends and. Um, the community and hominess of it. So I think my favorite thing about the Cardiff was that um, you would always bump into someone mm-hmm. on a night out. It was guaranteed you would always bump into someone because you had pretty much, I don't know, one high street, two, three main streets where everyone went out mm-hmm. on. So you, even if you don't go, didn't go to the same places, you could always end up meeting up or. Mm-hmm. you know so that was really fun um and really great and that's something that we could never have in london and i miss that dearly because i personally really enjoyed that mm-hmm. community feel and easiness of being you know just kind of everything was easy well apart from like we were in our very early 20s late teenage you know years uh-huh. you know life was easy you could after night out you just grab a cab for three pounds to your home you yeah. know Oh, oh, cycle home. I cycled everywhere. Yeah, I was not the <laughs> healthy type. I was traveling by taxi drunk <laughs> and paying very little money for it. <laughs> Thank you, Cardiff. But cycling, yes, you could actually cycle in Cardiff. Yeah. I I always think of the, the Butte Park. Yeah. Oh, such a beautiful place. And it was my first experience of like, British life in the park you know the kind of the the fact that you can just lay on the grass and nobody's going to shout on you and you play sports and there's there was always something happening in Butte Park and it was such a massive place as well and I I loved going there and the Welsh cake as well you know mm. the Welsh cakes I, I always re- remember those and sadly I can't well, I choose not to eat them. I don't want to say I can't eat them okay. because of my um, vegan choices. <laughs> yes. You know, like whenever I, I see a Welsh cake, I'm like, oh, this is 
<laughs> this really brings me back to, mm. to Wales. So good. Well, normally I see them in Wales, so I'm already there. <laughs> and on that topic, actually, for anyone who's traveling to Cardiff or lives in Cardiff, perhaps, the best Welsh gigs opened just opposite the castle. They're warm and like, made fresh. <gasps> and they, because I'm not big on raisins, mm-hmm. I have to say. I mean, I, it's fine, but I'm not the biggest fan. But they do um, uh, Welsh cakes with like white chocolate and all the things, and they're warm. And I had those um, last year because I went to go back to Cardiff for my reunion mm-hmm. uh, in October. And uh, divine Welsh cakes. So if you want a proper, freshly made Welsh cake that's still warm, go to that place. And if you don't, if you're not into raisins, if you are into raisins. <laughs> Um, Cardiff Market also does amazing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Cardiff Market. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Wow, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful thing. It is, and it's close to everything else. <laughs> it is, and the bay. Oh my god, I always loved the. Uh, is it the National Theatre? The National? Mm, no. What do you call it? The it national... Is it was a Millennium Centre? The Millennium Centre. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite striking, isn't it? Oh my god, so it's one of the most beautiful. Um, buildings that I have Google seen. it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's stunning. And mm. if yeah, it definitely if you if you are in Cardiff, go to the uh, to the national center. What's it Millenni- called? Millennium, Millennium Center, 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 I think. Center. The little train that goes from Cardiff um, Center to the bay as oh, well. Yes. It takes like ten minutes. Yeah. Or maybe not even. It's maybe. crazy to think that these distances are seem so short now. And I remember yeah. thinking like what we're going to like the bay we're gonna <laughs> walk it's like 45 minutes i know and it seems like nothing yeah. now right oh yeah. another funny thing is that i didn't go to Brecon beacons whilst living in in wales in cardiff mm-hmm. for about what four years maybe i think it took me four years to drive for an hour <laughs> to Brecon beacons such a stunning place yeah. in my defense i didn't have a car because I, I cycled everywhere and brecon beacons is not that well um, no, connected because I, I tried to do that with my mom like, 10 years ago when she visited and we didn't really get that far mm-hmm. and it's really difficult on a train and a bus like you need really to have a car so how where did you get to um that place we went to with meg Hello, Meg. <laughs> um, uh, in Brecon Beacons, the little village. Probably oh. ended it out. But anyway, it's yeah. kind of easy to get to yeah, from yeah. like Merthyr. Mm-hmm. But in a car, that's the way to do it, in a car. Yeah, exactly. So, But I, I didn't, I think, I didn't even know that Brecon Beacons existed. No, right. I had some people who went hiking in Brecon Beacons. I think that's what I... How I knew, mm. but it seemed so far away, even though it was an hour away. It seemed so far away, Brecon Beacons at the time, like uh-huh. miles. I yeah. could not even compute. Until I met Neil, and then we kind of, because we'd always be going to Green Man Festival, which is an amazing festival in Wales as well. I totally <gasps> recommend. It's bloody little dream world tucked away in Brecon Beacons. I mean, what a location to have a festival. Mm. I'm just saying. Free advertising. <laughs> not that it needs it, they always sell that. So. <laughs> Um, and there's it just driving through Brecon Beacons, stunning. And there's that road that's my favorite road of all time, yes, that we drove on because we use this for the film, mm-hmm. which is called Ricos, I think Ricos Road, and that connects around the valley with Brecon Beacons. And 
I mean, on top of that, when you don't drive, yeah, you drive from the valley, you have a view on the entire valley. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so stunning. And then you just literally drive into Brecon Beacons and you're on top of the, you know, just see all the mountains. And so beautiful. Wales is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just like a different, I don't know, Tolkien world, you know, it like is. Lord of the Rings, mm. literally. It also took me almost, I think, maybe nine years to go to Pembrokeshire. So I had mm. to leave Wales yeah. to go to Pembrokeshire. Yeah. And oh, maybe I, I had, is Tenby in Pembrokeshire already? Or is that, does that not belong to? Now you're the shining one. I have no idea. I'm okay. Ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember going to Tenby um, and that was also lovely, very colorful. Um, but apart from that, I didn't venture out more along the coast and then I, I left uh, Cardiff and I came back after four years and I went to Pembrokeshire and again so stunning it's mm. just the, the coastline is so like dramatic and there's so many different scenic spots it's it's incredible yeah. so I definitely still very much enjoying go, going back to West and especially like seeing the you know the wildlife and mm. the national parks and the mountains fantastic yeah. it really feels like a different world doesn't it yeah absolutely and again when we went to Snowdonia I had like that exact feeling mm. of like this is a different world yeah it just yeah. feels different and life flows at a different speed and mm. people eat different food they talk in a different way everything was so so different so it's I really love that about the UK that you can go to a different country within a country and it yeah. really feels that way. Yeah. At least when when you go to to Wales. Yeah. And as we're playing like um this homage to Wales, can we play please pay homage to the most wonderful Welsh people? Because yes. that needs mm. to be a separate homage. Because mm-hmm. the Welsh people are just the loveliest, nicest people ever so (laughs) like they just need like a special they collectively and i mean separate from it's separate from my experience of people i met directly made friends with all lovely amazing people but just the kind of um cheerfulness and that kind of directness and um um that genuine out of genuine conversation and mm-hmm. out of genuine engagement and joy is so brilliant in Wales. And it's as soon as you cross the border, sorry, <laughs> you feel that. Mm. And I remember my first, I think, I think it was my first time, maybe not my, my, not my first day, one of the, you know, the beginning bit. And I was uh, in a taxi, maybe going, going somewhere and the taxi driver literally told me his whole life story and he was just so happy to be talking to me and he asked me all of the questions and he was just very enthusiastic about um do you know where I was from and what I was doing and he told me about his daughter and da, da, da. and it was and that's that happened a million times mm-hmm. that happens if you just go to a shop if you go to a pub and you know this sort of natural ah oh, you're a human being I'm going to strike a conversation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's going to be very direct and there's none of that reserve that makes me reserved <laughs> in England I still navigate my English words because mm-hmm. on so many occasions I don't know where I am with 
in England. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do I, you know, would, do I, am I crossing the line? Mm-hmm. Am I saying, am I offending someone? In Wales, I felt like that was just not a thing. And it's much more just down to earth. People are just much more, I don't know, I guess maybe similar to Poles in that way, mm-hmm. but more cheerful. <laughs> I'm just making a lot of enemies right now. But but I absolutely love that feeling of community in Wales. But do you think this this comes precisely from the, the feeling of community? That wherever in the world you have the feeling of community, people are going to be more open. They are going to be more direct and you know more willing to help um yes and no i think there's some truth in that but i think there's also kind of the gen general trait that mm. you notice with um it's obviously hugely generalizing but, mm-hmm. but i'm just talking about the general feel that you get from majority yeah. of people you encounter so obviously mm-hmm. not everyone and um and that's a sort of similar thing you feel in scotland i haven't been to scotland many times so i have i can't really talk about it at length but on those few occasions I had that same mm-hmm. you know kind of first impression and when I went to Ireland just once I had that first impression and uh, and it's very same in Wales it's that openness is mm-hmm. the opposite of what you get in England especially as a foreigner I think I've never I remember going to the valleys for the first time mm-hmm. to meet my ex-boyfriend's family and there was no one on that train that wasn't Welsh. Mm-hmm. Everyone was Welsh, white and Welsh. And I felt so foreign. You have no idea. There was not even an English person there. Uh, and that's probably the majority of the valleys. There's not really even English people living in Wales. Um, well, in that part anyway. And I felt I was made to feel so welcome. Instantly, always. At the time where my English was definitely worse, 100%, like 10 years ago, uh, when I was new to everything, so not really accustomed to the culture as much, I was always, I always felt at home. And I don't think I can say that about England the same way. You know, the only, and I think that's apt for this podcast and us talking as foreigners, and I'm sure we have lots of foreign listeners with different experiences of being felt unwelcome at times. Mm-hmm. I know they're usually obviously isolated incidents, but the only time I had something said to me was in England, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I felt sort of unwelcome, or I felt foreign, and someone made me feel like, oh yeah, you're you're not one of us, kind of. It mm-hmm. was I never ever had that feeling in Wales, ever, for mm-hmm. the two years, and whenever I came back. Because I, I left eight, nine years ago, but then I was with my ex for however many years later. So we kept coming back to visit his family. So I didn't, it was not like, that's it. I never went back to Wales for another three or four years. I kept coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's something, I think, the Welsh, sorry, super homage to Wales. I think Wales is so underappreciated here <laughs> that that is, I think, something that the Welsh should be most proud of. The being this tiny little country on the side of, you know, it's kind of tucked away in the UK and being so utterly welcoming to everyone and just really friendly, but not polite, generally, um, genuinely friendly. Mm-hmm. So my tribute to the Welsh, you're awesome. <laughs> All of you.
I'm thinking now about Welsh cuisine, mm-hmm. and the only thing that is coming to my mind right now is the Welsh cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there must be a lot more. Are there any like major things that I missed? Did you try the the famous, uh, I think, valued delicatessen of rice with chips and curry sauce? Rice and chips. Did you just use the word delicatessen mm-hmm. to describe rice and chips and with curry sauce? Curry sauce. No, I have not tried that. Mixed chips with rice. Mixed. Yeah, so you have chips and rice and curry sauce. Basically, you have carbs with carbs or chibati. But I think chibati is also northern, so I don't know if the Welsh can claim that. Chibati. You have chips in the bun, in a bread bun. Okay, I, I'm just realizing, no, I did not miss much. <laughs> <laughs> or just chips with curry sauce always. That's true. <gasps> oh, God, oh, so but good. You see, this is very, very mm. interesting because because Wales was the first place that I, I came to, I thought that that was a normal thing, that that's how yeah, people eat I know. chips yeah, in yeah, the absolutely. UK. Yeah, and then so like, I moved to England and then you realised, yeah. oh, okay. That's but you're right, like, I haven't seen chips with curry curry sauce for, I think, since I left Wales. <laughs> so that yeah. probably means it's something... It's definitely not as popular. Quite characteristic to Wales. Yeah, you can't get it. I've, I've done it in England. <laughs> but it's not like the... You know, automatic kind of go-to oh, thing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Give me more. What else was there? Well, um, any sort of lamb stuff is very Welsh, isn't it? No, that not, was Welsh uh, too. Like lamb pies and stuff. No, is that not just a British thing? No. With and like mint sauce. I remember that. Yeah. But I remember that when I was learning about the UK as a whole. Oh. I was still back in Poland. Right, right, right. Lamb <laughs> with mint sauce, and I was always right. like, what? <laughs> Yeah. No, it's good. Have you tried it with mint sauce? I think, yeah, I've tried it and no, no, I stand by my original opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, just trying to think of anything. Um, I think seafood also is a big thing in Wales. Lots of people eat, you know, all those little... Cod. <laughs> no, like more like a little like cockles and all those little um, hard shell things that I could not ever... Oh. Always sold in Cardiff Market, and um, it's like very popular. People just maybe it's also popular wow, in the English seaside too. as well. Um, maybe it's a seaside thing because Cardiff is a seaside um, mm-hmm. city, really. Um, drinks mm, like we drank lots of um, cider and black, but I'm not sure if that's um, <laughs> Welsh thing in particular. I don't think actually, I don't think it's a very English thing southern english thing maybe it's a more northern thing mm-hmm. um but yeah cider and black no cider and black or mm-hmm. cider black cider well i always said cider and black and black because it's cider but with black currant of a, of no, cider. No, no 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 that's cider with black currant cordial in it oh no i never tried that oh we're going what? I mean, you're gonna have some chips with some rice and curry <laughs> sauce and you have Cider with blackcurrant, cordial. You need to go back to Cardiff. I think you'd your body would explode after that. I don't think I, I could not do that to you. Actually, my right. little healthy vegan just having <laughs> chips with the rice and cider <laughs> with blackcurrant, cordial. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So that was a, um, a thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm really trying to. I'm racking my brains for anything that I ate when I was in Cardiff and. 
what comes to me is like muesli with ice cream but that's because i was eating muesli with ice cream when i was living in god it was like my go-to I said, I snack students are a good indication of national cuisine right i'm such a bad I mean, indication of have cuisine pasta with tomato sauce so i'm like the last person to talk about food during that time oh like okay. i had no f- i had no diet i just ate chips all the time i don't know mm. so but the half and half is you know um the rice and chips sorry that's the only thing i'm saying right now i feel like i'm sure there's like lots of <laughs> lots of um um a great welsh cuisine because we didn't even eat anything um welsh when we were in wales rabbit yes that's the one yeah welsh rabbit um okay but the um is the kind of the egg with is it mayo on the toast but it's like properly made um so that's a sandwich yes but it's called welsh rabbit because it's like better <laughs> it's, it's, it's more on it it's, it's, okay. it's like <laughs> it's like egg deluxe yeah there's more than uh, egg there okay um it's good that's what i'm saying okay no i i am determined to go back to wales and try something that's properly properly welsh and also a drink i think you know I think we should go back to North Wales and really do that there because I think North Wales is more traditionally uh, culturally Welsh. Mm, yeah. I think South Wales is also it's just different Welsh. I think it's say like valleys is very valleys and it's like my experience is what I say say describe chips and rice and everything. Um, that's more my valleys experience. Mm-hmm. I can't really say if I went to I don't know Holyhead or. Mm-hmm. anywhere Snowdonia that would be the thing it's definitely a thing in southern Wales mm-hmm. where we were yeah. right? in Cardiff and Cardiff is also like everything because like any capital city um, you know right. yeah. okay. so it's difficult to judge uh-huh. well okay we're going back to Cardiff and we are going to record an episode there whilst trying all these things that we missed yeah. out on when we were living exactly. there exactly <laughs> I was um, I was thinking about something else as well when we were talking about our la- latest trip to to Snowdonia. Something that um, struck me, struck me, strike, strike me, struck me, <laughs> struck, struck me, struck, struck me, struck, struck is like the guasquite. Yes, it is. Uh, oh, something could, could have stroked you though. <laughs> I probably would would have been me to be honest I probably struggled too oh my god hashtag 10 years in the UK still can't speak (laughs) so struck me Mm -hmm. yeah that was it so something that struck me was rugby was on we went into I think it was a petrol station or maybe a pub we stopped by it was actually a petrol station, which is even better. Yeah, right? Yeah. And there was a TV on and rugby was on. And again, it's one of those things that you just don't realize how much you have around you mm. until you leave the place and there's nothing of it. And then you go back and you're like, oh my God, there's so much rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> right? Yeah. And I remember having to watch rugby all the time. <laughs> well, n- not when I was, um, probably until like the the fourth year in in Cardiff because then my boyfriend at the time was really into sports and rugby and because everybody else was into rugby he was English so, so he, he was, was English really... living in Wales into rugby 
indirectly. I do feel yes. sorry for him a little bit. <laughs> he did. He did say that whenever he would go into a pub, uh, like when a match was on, you could really feel the tension between the yeah. Welsh people and the English people. I don't know. I obviously like. I remember I never... him saying that. That was very interesting. Mm. How he kind of felt that almost like hostility. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe when I when I was. Um, when we're talking about uh, the Welsh friendliness and the genuine, <laughs> just, you know, just that loving kind of attitude towards everyone else um, that I experienced, definitely, and my friends did as well. Um, but maybe when you're English, it's not really that friendly. <laughs> well, could, could we conclude that if you are a foreigner, except for English, yeah, the, the best place to go is to go to Wales, Yes, yes, I think you're definitely more welcome in Wales than you are in England. <laughs> so if you ever feel unwelcome in England, the Welsh are going to yeah. welcome you and stroke you. <laughs> stroke you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. But not if you're English, maybe don't move to Wales. I don't know. It's it's funny because like, I remember, because that was my first, obviously, my first experience of being in the UK. So that's mm-hmm. all I knew. And... You know, Wales was home. The Welsh were my family, literally, at the mm-hmm. time. Um, and then I moved to England. And I was not even uh, still kind of being connected to them. Obviously, I wasn't even aware of the the amount of jokes uh, there are from the English towards Welsh. Every If you just, like, watch TV from time to time, I guarantee you every show has some kind of uh, joke on Welsh. Everyone jokes about mm-hmm. the Welsh, yeah. and I never, I, I never um, saw that until I kind of was stopped being in Wales through my ex. So when I kind of, I guess that stopped. I wasn't going back to Wales. I, I started dating an English guy. I didn't really, I only have one Welsh friend in London mm-hmm. right now. So that kind of word moved away from me, and then I started noticing all the jokes. And mm-hmm. I was just like, what the hell? Or like, <laughs> um, they all were like putting on the Welsh accent and everything. And, you know, it shocked me. And I'm still like, a little, I feel like I'm a little Welsh police now in England. Because <laughs> I catch them out because I kind of, I can't take it. And and I get very serious and even it's jokes and they kind of calm me down. I'm just like, no, not on my watch, not in front of my ears. Don't joke about the Welsh. I don't... I remember obviously my ex uh, talking about about this, but I'm I don't see it that much anymore, and I, I wonder whether that's because simply I don't live in Wales anymore, and I wasn't like maybe so aware of of that aspect mm. when I was back then. Um, but I do agree with um, seeing the the jokes about the relationship between the Welsh and the English uh, on TV because when I had that faith when I was really into comedy shows like yeah there was always a joke about yeah something about you know English versus um, versus Welsh yeah but it was mostly just and um, you know there was not much coming from the Welsh side I think maybe like <laughs> the Welsh is more like hostile anti-English attitudes mm-hmm. sort of ish not like actually hostile but more like don't watch rugby with us <laughs> but yeah but then on the other side it's just like jokes all around and um, basically having this sort of 
all of, you know all of the Welsh you know like let's not even bother to joke about them because mm-hmm. that's like they, they at the end of we're gonna joke about the Irish we're gonna joke about the Scottish and who else is there almost mm-hmm. you know there's always like oh oh there's oh we, no need to mention that and it's like wow I mean you know I I'm just finding really like I was finding it really interesting to notice that because of me having come from Wales you know I just had no idea until I came to England I was like wow that's a thing mm-hmm. but then I'm sort of like you're talking about my home country now yeah. <laughs> so I get I have two homes and uh-huh. it's funny because I only spent two years in Wales and 18 years in Poland but I definitely treat them both as like my countries mm. so don't mess with don't mess with either <laughs> basically yeah mm. Do you feel like you felt, um, as a foreigner, do you feel like, having spent actually equal amount of time in Wales and England, do mm-hmm. you feel, do you see England more as your home or Wales, if you take Poland out of the equation? Hmm, interesting question, and a, and a tough question, um, because when I think of Wales, even though it's got such a special place in my heart and I do think of it as home, it feels like a lifetime away. You know, like mm-hmm. it was a different person who lived in Wales. And it was. I was a completely different person. So it does feel like home, but a home that belonged to someone who used to live in my body and is not mm-hmm. there anymore. So it's a very strange feeling. And with the UK, uh, with uh, England, I do think of it as home, but at the same time, it's difficult to relate with England as a whole because mm-hmm. I live in London. We live in London. Yeah, that's true. So it feels like I don't know really what the rest of England is like. And it's very different, definitely, from what London is like because obviously I've been uh, mm-hmm. outside of uh, outside London. And I know that every town, every place I've, I've been in feels just so very different. So I, I don't identify with the rest of the country. So I think the way I think of it, it now, when I think of what feels like home to the person that I am right now, is Poland and the UK as a whole. So I don't, I don't see it as what a... What a diplomat. Oh my God. There's no spice coming from... Yeah, but this I thought is... I could trick you into, you know, some controversial answer. But... No, unfortunately, I don't have a controversial answer. <laughs> but there's like it's a, it's a it's a weird answer as well because I've never been to Scotland, for example. I never went to Scotland, but yet somehow I would like to include that in my definition of home. And also, I would like to take it even further and, and maybe not and not analyze it because it's way too deep of a discussion. What is the UK? What does that even mean? You know, the UK mm. is such a, an abstract. There's no British nation. Mm. No one identifies. Well, I'm sure people identify as British, but then you can say, well, what does it mean, really? Yeah. So yeah, it's very abstract. You know, political union, isn't it? That became yeah. like a to symbolize a country as a whole. But can it? You know. And what about Northern Ireland? So just leaving it out. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Um funny I kind of feel yeah I definitely think of Wales as a home like my little spiritual home mm. um, and my people you know when I see a Welsh person I'm always my first reaction is you're my person mm-hmm. like f- 
forever love. That's my that's mm-hmm. the take from this episode. Um, I feel like a Londoner because I think I've become a Londoner. And I don't really see London as a home, but I think London has created me now. Mm. You know, so I act like a Londoner. I, I don't talk like a Londoner in terms of an accent, maybe, but then also what is a London accent now? You know, that's also a whole different question. But I have very London problems, very London issues, um, <laughs> opinions. Um, and I think London is almost like an entity in itself. Um, with our attitudes and the way we think about the world and st- simple things like commute and <laughs> yeah, amount right. of time and how we t- see time also big things like diversity in the true meaning of the word and living in a truly multicultural city and mm-hmm. how we feel about it which and we generally feel much better about it than the rest of England <laughs> by all referendums and polls and everything so so I don't know if it is at home, but I think it's part of me. And I think it'll always be a part of me. Um, and Poland is somewhere I come from and mm. it's in me as well. Um, so it is a sort of a home, but more like a nostalgic kind of home in memory. Mm-hmm. But again, as the, um, the gist of this, I think, podcast, and I think it should be always be something that we come back to, an identity of how Polish are we now having lived in the UK and sharing all those homes actually and going through different places that have built us and changed us so much so it's a sort of home but it's like you're not a straightforward question about mm-hmm. Poland you know because yeah. I'm always in between and I'm you know not 100% Polish anymore maybe yeah. I'm 30% Polish 30% Welsh and how many percent is left 40% London <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's uh, interesting. Rather than English, mm-hmm. of London, really. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up this very, I end up on a philosophical note. I do apologize. I have this. Tendency. I love philosophical notes. <laughs> but I wanted to really leave on big love for Wales. It's um, Cariad, I think, is love in Welsh. I hope it you is. You keep shining in because, this episode. Because if it's not, then <laughs> it's very embarrassing. But I'm going to stick with it, not edit this. I'm going to stick with Cariad. And I can actually say I love you in Welsh. But if I could, I would say this to you, Anitka, and to our listeners as well. But Oh, you can't say I, I don't know oh, how okay, to say okay. it. Sorry, oh, you got to be excited. Yeah, I thought I was like, yeah. I can just say Kariat, Kariat, that's okay. like love, but that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, definitely a massive tribute to Wales and always very fond memories, and we yeah. will always feel. Go to Wales. And if you're like, Welsh, you're just amazing. So just enjoy that. Stay enjoy Welsh. being amazing. Yes. <laughs> just stay Welsh is amazing. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share your love, like, subscribe, leave us a review. We've had a, a few new reviews and they were fantastic. Yes. So thank you so much to everyone. We love a good praise. Yeah, had the time to, uh, taking the time to, to leave a review. And also if, there is a favorite moment of this episode taken screenshot and share it on instagram you can find us at at your local foreigners yes i almost got it wrong local foreigners yes at your local foreigners yeah. yeah so please give us a follow and comment um and dm us with any questions or ideas as well suggestions for new episodes yeah definitely and we will catch up with you in a couple of weeks yes bye bye